In this episode, we share more about why we, as a regional development organization, are focused on equity work. This includes thoughts from our executive director, Cheryl Hills, that she shared with attendees at the Cultivating Communities Summit in the fall of 2022. We felt it best encapsulated our intentions around this work, and we hope listening helps you understand the historical context and the reasons why this work is important to our region today. Good morning, Cheryl. Good morning, Angela. So we're here to talk about equity a little bit today. And the first question I wanted to ask you is, why is a community and an economic development organization, such as Region 5 Development Commission, engaged in social equity work? That's a really fair question, right? After all, you know, strengthening what we call equitable economic and environmental ecosystems. That sounds kind of plannerish, uh, but it's not the typical regional economic and community development focus. Historically, we know that regional development organizations, we refer to as RDOs, have offered a lot of access to like capital. They've provided businesses or industries with entrepreneur um, and other technical assistance. We've done a lot of securing funding for infrastructure projects. And RDOs deliver a ton of planning, facilitation, and coordination, like hundreds of projects and programs, all of which are really solid economic and community development practices. But again, Angela, working in the space of equity has historically not been observed as what most would call economic and community development, the traditional sense. So when Don Espy, who curated the Cultivating Communities Summit, asked me to offer why Region 5 Development Commission has taken an active role in this space, just like you did, Um, That was a fair question. And so, yeah, I think there's some things that we can talk about to kind of get to to the deeper into the why. That sounds great. Thank you. I think it might be important to offer some of the historical intended purposes of the Regional Development Commissions. You just share a little bit more with our listeners about that. Yeah, that's that's good. In 1973, the Minnesota Regional Development Commissions were established as units of government, by the way, uh, um, via state statute, which is unique uh, for all 50 states and is to be created as a unit of government and state statute. All nine regional development commissions are obligated by that statute uh, that authorized the establishment of RDCs to work on behalf of local units of government. And we are supposed to be developing plans or implement programs that address economic social, physical, and governmental concerns of each region of the state. So that's sort of some of that history, Angela. Thank you for that. Could you also share with us a little bit more about today's economic, social, and physical concerns and why we are doing this work? At the Cultivating Community Summit, I shared what I believe to be three truths that that articulate why we're doing this work. The first truth is that demographic shifts impact economic prosperity. So we all know that for years, we've been aware that the demographic shifts and the mass workforce exit of baby boomers and that the labor pool would be comprised of a higher percentage of diverse populations. We understood that attracting and retaining a workforce would be an economic competitive advantage, right? Like a race for the talent. There were several strategies to explore, but we all know that a revolving hiring and training door is not cost effective. So we listened and we learned from other parts of rural Minnesota and the nation as to how best to retain qualified workers. An effective result kept showing up as, you know, strategies that connected people to place through a sense of belonging. And belonging starts 
by speaking historical truths and expands by people seeing their culture included in the decision-making systems that run a place. It also happens when all people are free to practice their faith, feel safe in a community, and see their culture observed and respected for the contributions they offer. So, you know, Angela, we started to ask if our region was prepared to attract and retain a diverse population of workers and quickly found out that while we had some really tangible assets, we could benefit from strengthening a sense of belonging. The second sort of truth that came about is that environmental changes impact our livelihoods. Sustaining a healthy economy happens by our ability to withstand economic and environmental and social shocks. It's called resilience. And our community and regional resilience happens by simultaneously strengthening multiple forms of wealth and adding to assets of our region and understanding that there's an umbilical core connection of our assets that, of course, include financial assets, which are very traditional and built assets and environmental assets. But it also includes assets like individual, cultural, political, and social assets. So wealth creation at the expense of our environment, and we know this, is not sustainable. It's not resilient, right? And it and increasing GDP, gross domestic product, at the expense of groups of people and cultures, that's not defensible or viable. And thus is one of the truths that led us into doing this work. The third and last truth that I think um, is important to your question, Angela, is that Region 5 Development Commission will fulfill our intended purpose because it is what we were established to do by state statute. And Region 5 will fulfill our mission because it's how we want to serve. And that's why we do this work and why we're here. We know that economic prosperity, environmental stewardship, and social development are tightly woven together. We know that being intentional about who we serve and how we strengthen livelihoods and increase ownership of our systems is community and economic development that matters. When uh, taking on this role of strengthening, again, that E4 uh, planner term, equitable economic environmental ecosystems, sounds like it does sound funny. But for some in this space of equity work, we're moving way too fast and outside of what we others think we should be doing. For others, we're moving way too slow and we haven't included an equity focus strong enough for decades. I believe Region 5 is moving at the pace we can without being extinguished. Think about that for a minute. We will make mistakes, but we will keep trying and trying to meet people where they are, trying to listen with respect and curiosity, trying to be courageous, trying to believe and have hope and trying to act. And I'm really, really grateful that there's a lot of people in this region that are all trying beside us and support our approaches. So those are those are sort of the three truths that I hold to and why how I explain why Region 5 Development Commission is rooted and centered in doing community and economic development that is equitable. Thank you so much. I think that helps explain things, especially for someone who doesn't know much about us or RDOs in the state or the work that we're doing. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at region5.org where you can learn more about our programs, sign up for our newsletter, and follow us on social media.